officer Derek Zamrak. How are you this week? How are things? Good, good. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. <laughs> and uh, I love the way you picked your theme this week. Uh, how did you come up with the theme? Yeah, actually, it's uh, the walk to end Alzheimer's is actually going on this month. We actually have one in San Jose, and then there's another one in Hayward. So the East Bay is out there, you know, doing walks to support. Uh, I think a lot of it's virtual this year, or you do it on your own. But um, for awareness for Alzheimer's, which is really close to my heart, because actually my mom passed away, uh, and she had Alzheimer's for almost 12 years. So it's mm. uh, a very touching subject for me. And uh, so I said, you know what? Let's this week, I uh, checked with Mel, but let's see if we can do some films on Alzheimer's. So heavy subject, but you know, awareness is the most important thing about any disease and dealing with, because this, um, this disease affects the whole entire family. And I think the more people know about it, the more they, that they can deal with it. So, I mean, it is a hard subject. So Absolutely. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that about your mom. It runs in my family. My father had it as well. Oh, really? Um, but I wasn't uh-huh. super close sorry. with my dad. So, um, oh, okay. you know, yeah. but still, it's in, it's in the genetic code, which is super, super scary. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, my my mom lived back east, so I mean, I was like going back, 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 you know, and it was just, it was just really rough, and you know, and and it was really strange. And don't want to get on too much of a tangent here, but one day, I mean, she hadn't spoken at all, and then one day we walked into the the nursing home where she was, and she's sitting there, and she looked up, and we were like just walked in the building, and she actually said my wife's name. Has oh. anyone else's name? Now it was just like so powerful. I mean, there's you know, you never know, so it's it's mm. you know. But they're still there. You can still be with them, still love them, and uh, that's what it's, it's all about. And that's what these three movies deal with. So, All right. I can't wait to uh, see what you recommend. Sometimes I shy away from them because it is such <laughs> a heavy topic, but I really should devote some time to learning more about this in the form of movies. So what's the right. first one you've chosen? Yeah, the first one is actually, I love this movie. It's an independent film. came out in 2008, played at the California Independent Film Festival in the same year. It's called Lovely Still. It stars Martin Landau and Ellen Burstyn. Now, this is a senior citizen love story. I mean, it's so touching and heart-wrenching. And it was actually written by Nick Thackler, who was 19 years old, and he directed it. He wrote this script about his grandparents, and he said there was no movies, you know, about, you know, older people falling in love. Mm. And he wrote this story. Somehow he actually got it to Martin Landau. Martin Landau read it, who was, you know, head of the actor's studio in Hollywood, read it, called Nick up, 19 year and said, this is one of the best scripts I have ever read in my entire career. He said, I am on board, and I am going to call Ellen Burstyn to pay the love interest, who was head of the actor's studio in New York. Ellen read it, completely cried, and said, I'm in. So now you have two Oscar winners with Martin Landau and Ellen Burstyn, and you're 19 years old, and you're going to direct these people. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable story. Also, then, you know, other people started, you know, coming on board. It also stars um, Elizabeth Banks and Adam Scott. So fantastic cast. 
It's shot uh, wonderfully. It takes place at Christmas time. It's just a wonderful story. And Martin's character is an older gentleman who moves in across the street. And Ellen Burstyn, you know, has a little interest in her, in him, invites him to dinner. He's nervous because he hasn't gone on a date for a while. So he's getting advice from Adam Scott of you know what needs to be done on a date. And it's just a l- lovely story. The, the the snow, they shot it, you know, in the, the Midwest somewhere. I mean, I think, I think it was Nebraska, but I'm not quite sure. But it was just so beautiful, the sun, the walking around, and it, it has a twist in the movie that you don't see coming. Dealing with, obviously, Alzheimer's, that's the only, you know, yeah. <laughs> cue I'll throw out there. But it's just an unbelievable thing, and it's just a wonderful story. And um, it's, you, you learn so much about older people dealing with Alzheimer's, and you can still love people. I mean, and oh. that's what it's all about. A wonderful film, lovely still. It's on Amazon uh, Prime. It's on uh, um, Netflix, I'm sure, cool. occasionally. Probably this month because of Alzheimer's, all these walks across the country, I'm sure it's, it's there. But please, please, please check out Lovely Still. Two masters of the art of acting, the craft, that both love their craft. Martin Landau and Ellen Burstyn's performances are outstanding. I was just so disappointed when it didn't get any Aww. recognition at the Academy Awards Golden Globes. Uh, Nick actually got a nomination at the um, Film Independent Awards, which is kind of the Spirit Awards, you know, kind yeah. of like the Academy Awards for independent films. But 19 years old to have this insight, unbelievable. So Dude, check out Lovely Still. I want to, like, leave work early and immediately watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm warning you, Mel, you got to have a lot of uh, Kleenexes next to you because this is it. When it turns, it turns. And uh, it's it's an an emotional, emotional film. But uh, one I recommend for people, I mean, this is in my book that's coming out. It's one of the movies that people may not have seen that you should. And just not only for the subject matter, but the performance of these two lead actors Mm. is just amazing. Sounds amazing. Okay, what's next? (laughs) Okay, next we have another outstanding performance. This was in 2014. This is uh, Still Alice, okay? This is based on a true story about a Colombian University professor, uh, Alice Holland, and uh, it stars Julianne Moore, okay? Uh, now, Alice in real life was diagnosed with early onset of Alzheimer's at the age of 50. Okay, here is a woman who has a career is based on, you know, lecturing and using the mind and teaching other people, and she knows it's slipping away on her. Now, this movie is another fantastic cast. Um, has Alec Baldwin as her husband and Christian Stewart, you know, from Twilight, who actually has a, a really great performance. <laughs> Not to knock it in Twilight at all, but... Um, and this this movie deals with it's not Hollywoodized in any stretch of the imagination. It's based on a true story, and it deals with the, the disease and real life and how it affects the whole entire family, from the relationship with her husband. And when I first you know went to this press screening on this, I said, Oh my God, you got Alec Baldwin playing this role. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna camp it up. He's gonna do no. He does an excellent job. It's about a husband who stands by his wife with the disease and dealing with the other family members, especially Christian Stewart, who is the younger um, of the, the siblings, and he's dealing with her, trying to explain to her what's happening with her mom. And there's just so many wonderful scenes between all three of them. Um, it's just it's a great, great 
great performance and on all of them. And that's what I like about this is, you know, this is more of an independent film also, but they didn't Hollywoodize it where they changed it. The husband, you know, leaves and, yeah. you know, runs off. No, he's there. He's sticking with her. And uh, it's, you know, 50 years old. Can you imagine? No. I mean, oh. I cannot imagine. And uh, so it, it deals with it. You know, I mean, at some parts it, you know, tends to get a little bit, you know, dialogue-ish, but that's, that's, dealing with the, the situation, and uh, Julianne Moore actually won the Golden Globe and also the Oscar in 2015 for her amazing role as Alice, and it's just true to heart, and, uh, you know, Julianne Moore was actually way overdue for uh, an Oscar. <laughs> she had been nominated three times previously, and I'm so glad that she got this, and that's the thing, is sometimes these subject matters, um, they're so difficult, like you had mentioned, that people don't want to see this yeah. because they may be dealing with it in their life or, oh, my God, I don't want to see something depressing. And that's why sometimes these movies get overlooked at the, the awards because people like, well, you know, it didn't get wide release or I don't really want to see the subject matter. So I'm very happy that Julianne Moore much deserved for this movie in Alice and uh, it's uh, – Still Alice, and it's a, it's wonderful, and I think everyone should see it. It's actually based on a book, and actually, oh. when I first uh, knew about the book, the book that came out, um, Louise Fletcher, who won the Oscar for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, <laughs> she actually recommended the book to me because I was ta- talking to her uh, about Alzheimer's because she had lost her husband, and I said, my mom had you know yeah. had uh, you know Alzheimer's, and we were talking. She said, Derek, you've got to read this book. She said <sighs> it's called. Still Alice, and she gave it to me, and oh. it was just a wonderful, you know, thing. That, I mean, you know, she's a wonderful uh, person and an Oscar winner herself uh, with, you know, Nurse Ratchet of, uh, you know, yes. <laughs> One Flew Over the Cuckoo's <laughs> Nest, and uh, so everyone, you know, please also take a look at uh, Still Alice because the performances, once again, just same as Lovely Still, um, you know, Julianne Moore is fantastic at her craft and it's not disappointed in this movie either. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I, I did. I remember when it came out and I the trailer had me in tears. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I was like, I'm not emotionally ready for this right now, but I'm going to put on my yeah. big girl pants and, and be emotionally <laughs> ready because I think this is something that the actors deserve to have seen. I mean, such, real, right. you know, the characters like that, you don't really get a chance to play that a lot. Yeah, well, get those big panties on because okay. you gotta you know <laughs> you gotta see these movies my dog to hold me the whole time <laughs> what's your last pick for us i bet you it's okay. not the notebook <laughs> no no it's not sorry that could easily be but you know you know me i'm a little more obscure last was it last week we went really you know quite quite mainstream so you know it's like i gotta go digging right uh this is actually called the artist wife it came out in 2019 played at the film festivals played at mill valley um it's now now released going to be released in 2020 uh it was released in september uh 25th limited you know obviously across the country but also on streaming it's actually on the the arinda theater's virtual cinema you can go to arindamovies.com and watch this one uh this stars actually uh leanne olin who plays the the wife of an artist uh bruce dern who has alzheimer's and maybe in the mid stages of alzheimer's because he uh he seems to be a little more forgetful uh, mm. than some of these characters early on in the movie uh, but this is it deals with the, the wife dealing with you know her husband you know slipping away on her mm. and it's somebody who's talented i mean is an artist and a painter and everyone's looking up to him and he you know belongs to you know goes to all of the uh the art you know galleries and everyone wants his art and you know he can't 
paint anymore. Mm. He can't think, and he's also a teacher, and he's having struggling teaching. And you know, I don't want to give up all the story, right. but uh, you know, Leanne's performance in this is fantastic. She really shines in this movie. She's trying to hold it together. She's trying to bring back some of Bruce Dern's character that he, you know, family members that he's, you know, lost over the years, like his daughter tries to bring her back so she can at least spend time with him in the later years that's fast approaching. And uh, wonderful performance, and I think this is another one that, you know, is going to be one that's going to kind of slip away from people based on the the subject matter, but it's definitely worth a a watch, and uh, I think everyone would would enjoy it. Also has a a cameo, not a cameo, but a, a small part by Stephanie Powers, who also plays an artist in the film, and she's promoting her art gallery, and uh, she has a scene where this Stephanie Powers, 78 years old, is completely nude in the photo shoot. So, <laughs> drops the robe and is completely nude at 78 <laughs> years old. So, uh, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Ain't dropping nothing right now, let me tell you, with this covert game. <laughs> but, oh, my gosh, uh, I love it. This really deals from the, you know, a lot of times, you know, you know, like you're, w- women – you know, actually have Alzheimer's more prominent than than males. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this one actually deals with a a wife who's dealing with her husband who has uh, Alzheimer's or dementia. So um, it's it's definitely worth a watch. And, you know, I don't want to depress everybody. We want to educate people. And that's what, you know, the walk to to end Alzheimer's and, uh, you know, great Alzheimer's support groups, that's what it's all about is educating people of, how to deal with the situations. And all three of these movies that I picked are not Hollywood eyes. Like I mentioned yeah. before, they're true to life, and it's things that you, you that you, you have to deal with uh, when you're, your parents or you, even your siblings. Yeah. Now, my age, it's getting close to siblings. So, oh, it's, my gosh. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a wonderful thing. So um, please check these movies out. And it's a good lesson in empathy, too. Even if Alzheimer's doesn't right. run in your family, to be able to get um, a beautiful peek into another person's life and feel the emotions as much as we can as spectators i think that's half the joy of a movie that just literally rips your guts out it's 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 amazing that you get to see this life portrayed and hopefully alzheimer's will not touch your life uh if it does maybe these movies will give you inspiration on how to deal with them a little bit better um i know that i we haven't really talked series here and sometimes i do like totally random recommendations but since you mentioned one flew over the cuckoo's nest i have to say that ratchet is a series based on nurse ratchet her (laughs) early years and it's on netflix and it's it's great. Season one, I binged, got through it in a blink of an eye. Uh, it has been renewed for season two. So since one flew over the cuckoo's nest, I thought, what the heck? I'll just mention that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that is a great series. So fantastic. And do you have time to chat about the Hollywood bailout a little bit before we let you go on the podcast today? Sure. A lot of Hollywood actors got together and wrote a letter to Congress asking for a bailout that would help the movie industry. Do you think this is something we might actually get? Or was this just, you know, kind of here's hoping, let's see if we can get some help? Well, I think, you know, right now, I mean, obviously, with, you know, the election coming up and, you know, the Senate and the Congress and everybody, you know, I yeah. think it's, everything's going to be postponed. But I definitely do think that theaters uh, and the industry itself needs help. 
Um, as you know, I mean, even in California, the, a lot of places still aren't open. Um, you know, and if they are open, it's a 25 percent seating capacity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I see the numbers owning, you know, a movie theater. You can see what the other theaters are doing that are open, and, you know, they're not, you can't make it at the numbers that they're, you know, they're getting. Um, you know, the studios take anywhere from 65 to 72 percent of your, your ticket price. So yeah. if you're only doing, you know, a few thousand over the weekend, you know, you can't keep the lights on and, and staff people. So it is, a, it is a major situation. I think, you know, if any industry, you know, other than the auto industry, you know, which is obviously in a lot of cases moved up, you know, overseas for Tesla, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this is America, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ho- Hollywood and movies, you know, that is, I, you know, I was reading just the other day that China is going to outgrow the United States in box office what? numbers, you know. Easily wow. this year, you know, one because we've been closed, yeah. and uh, but you know it is an industry that was created in the United States, and you know that's something that's part of America. So I do think you're going to get a bailout. I, you know, trying to think about it. I don't want it all to go to big corporations, right. you know? uh, yeah. <laughs> theaters. There are independent theaters that do need help too. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I I think everyone's very passionate. Because, you know, I mean, film production stopped for a while. It has started up again. So, I mean, the people who were, you know, out there, you know, asking for, you know, for the bailouts, you know, I mean, that's their life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's their job. Mm-hmm. That's their livelihood. You know, I mean, they want to get production back going, a full swing. But, you know, I mean, Disney just announced that, you know, they're pulling uh, Solo, which is the next Pixar film, yeah. not going to movie theater. They're going streaming again now. I don't know if they're charging extra on yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, they this are. Time they're they're going to do what they did they're with up. Mulan. They're going to charge thirty dollars hey. on top of your Disney Plus subscription, and it'll be available okay. next month in November. Okay, yeah, because I heard mixed things that they were going to do it, they weren't going to do it, so I, I didn't hear the final on that. So you know, and the CEO of Disney came out. He said, you know, we're going where the money is. Yep. That you know, and he said that's streaming. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. Where's the movie industry going, you know? (laughs) Such strange times, for sure. I think the thing I miss most about actually going to the movies is not only the comfy seats and the really large screen and the great sound quality, but I tend to really focus on a film when I'm in a theater, and I do not do that when I'm at home. I don't. Right. Uh, The the focus, my ADD kicks in, I'm checking my phone, I'm playing with Nigel, and, you know, for somebody with ADD, or just, you know, trouble focusing. That's the thing I miss the most about a theater is my phone went away and I was really in that world for the whole time. Yes, and and that's what, you know, movies have always done for people. It's put them into a different world, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So if you're in your living room, like you said, there's distractions, the phone rings, you know, this, that, that. When a movie's supposed to pull you in and bring you part of the picture, yeah. you know, I mean, and you can relate to it, that's in a, in a closed environment where you're just focused. And, you know, it is sad that, you know, things are changing so rapidly, so, you know, they Theaters definitely need help. So. Yeah, and maybe I should just, like, institute a phone ban. Like, the phone goes in the other room <laughs> when I'm watching a movie. Maybe I'll try that when I watch uh, Lovely Still and, of course, Still yeah. Alice and The Artist Life because I want to watch all three, as I always do with your yeah. recommendations. Well, yeah. 
take a look at Lovely Still first because okay. I think that's one that's your. I mean, just thinking that this kid at 19 years old <laughs> wrote this script and then he's directing. I don't know how he could direct these people. You oh, know? Yeah. So. That's definitely <laughs> the first one I'm going to watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again, good. Derek. It's always Thank a pleasure. You. All right. We'll talk next week. Have a great week, everybody.